Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Takeaway Podcast. You are here for Season 3, Episode 34, and this is Aaron coming to you to host this episode. I am hosting on my own tonight. Our other members of the team are having a break, but we have a great episode for you and a fantastic guest with us. So in this episode this week, we are diving into the topic of growth mindsets, and we'll be talking about the inquiry question, what can we do as educators and leaders to develop growth mindsets? And for this episode, I am so privileged to welcome the wonderful Ashley Smith. Hello, Ashley. Hey, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it is an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad that you can be here to have this conversation with us. I'm um, super excited to, to delve into this topic with you. Um, so for those of our listeners who might not know Ashley by her name, uh, Ashley is one half of Rainbow Sky Creation. So Rainbow Sky love creating content that helps teachers feel seen, special and inspired, and this includes life inside and outside the classroom. Their motto is to work smarter, not harder, and Ashley and Alicia want to help as many teachers as they can to achieve that. Rainbow Sky have a membership that helps new teachers, and they've just launched their own podcast called Rainbow Skies for New Teachers. So, Ashley, it's so great to have you here. I know that this is going to be a really insightful chat. I know it's one of your favorite topics, one of your passions. For sure. I'm really looking forward to it. And Congratulations on the launch of the new podcast. It's going well. Thank you. Yes, we are absolutely loving having the podcast out there. It has been a long time dream and we finally pulled all the pieces of the puzzle together. So it's really exciting. Oh, that's so good. We love having um podcasts to listen to and yours is definitely one we recommend, even not just for new teachers. No matter how many years of experience, I've loved listening to your episodes in the car and just taking away those little gold gems and reminders that sometimes you just forget. Totally. Actually, it's funny you say that because as Alicia and I are recording, sometimes she says things and I'm like, oh, that's so clever. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I just put it in my little teacher toolbox bank. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. It's it's one of those things that you can never have too many reminders of just the things that work really well. So thanks for sharing and launching that podcast. It's great to have you in the podcast world alongside of uh, so many other great podcasts in the education space. So there's always room for more. But uh, let's get stuck into this conversation on growth mindset. But before we do, I know I've given, I guess, a, a little bit of your blurb about what you do with Rainbow Skies, but let's... Um, Rewind and let's talk about your journey in education so far. Why don't you share that with us? For sure. So I feel like my start off in education is a little bit boring. I'm one of those people that always wanted to be a teacher and I played schools and I loved all of that sort of stuff. So when I finished school, both my teachers, are, both my parents, I should say, are teachers. And they kind of said, you know, are you sure you want to be a teacher? And I, I investigated other things and just my heart was lying in teaching. So I ended up going into, into teaching and I did my degree and I was really lucky when I came out, I got a job. Um, I was a targeted teacher. So I got a permanent job inside the Catholic school system. And as a part of that, I got like a little um, extra little bonus package of money. I got the permanent job and it was great because I got to go, get out into a school and be a part of a school community straight away. But one of the things I really wanted to do as a teacher was go and teach overseas. 
So three years into my teaching, I packed up and I went and moved over to Dubai in the Middle East. And I taught in an international school there. And that is where I met Alicia, who is the other half of Rainbow Sky, my business partner. And we just hit it off straight away. We are totally different people. We always say that she's the yin and I'm the yang or vice versa. (laughs) And we just had the best time together. We traveled, we did lots of, um, had lots of adventures together. I ended up moving back to Sydney. And then years later, Alicia fell in love and met a guy in Dubai who is also from Sydney and she moved to Sydney and she didn't know anyone in Sydney besides me. And I was just having my first baby at that time. So we caught up and she had this wonderful idea of exploring teachers pay teachers. And I wasn't really sure at the time, but I started to dabble in it and we just slowly started to create and build this business. We didn't know we were building a business at the time. I had come back from overseas and I went into leadership and I was really loving my role in leadership and was just on maternity leave thinking what I'll probably do is go back into the classroom or go back into leadership. Like I really was enjoying that part of my role, but um, Rainbow Sky led us down a completely different track. So now we create resources for teachers We've got a huge online community and we also have a mentorship for new teachers so we can really help and support them. And we absolutely love it. Oh, that's such a good story. I love how you said you're not where you thought you would be, but um, it's funny where life takes us. But like you said, like, you know, I think education is something that's just in you and you can't get rid of it so even though like you said you're still in the education space because that just never leaves you so um it's really interesting hearing your story and hearing about how you and Alicia met and where you are now and um I'm just personally so thankful for the things that you do in the the space of supporting teachers and and leaders as well even as an experienced teacher I get so much from what you guys share so thank you for for what you do it's it's awesome and really appreciated. Oh, thank you so much. I love hearing things like that. And I think as teachers, the best teachers are always those lifelong learners, aren't they? They're always Mm -hmm. the people that know that they can grow and change and try new things. And that's, that's what's so great about you, but also so great about a lot of the teachers that we've connected with online. And we've got our own little teacher community now, which is wonderful. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, like you said, it's just coming from that space of just wanting to help and support teachers. And, you know, that's our our story of the journey here at the podcast of why we started. We just wanted to do something. And we always said, you know, if we can help one teacher, if one teacher listens and gets something out of it, then it's, it's worth the effort. Hey. For sure. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, let's dive into this topic of growth mindset. So we said our, you know, inquiry question that we're talking about in this episode is what can we do as educators and leads to develop growth mindset? So let's um, talk about, first of all, what is growth mindset and why is it so important? Growth mindset really has had a big PR push in the education space in the last few years. And for good reason, it's, it is something that is, really wonderful for us as educators that something that we've probably always done, but really focusing on it further is so beneficial, not only to us as the teacher, but also to the students in our classroom. So if you're not sure what growth mindset is, it's really around a person's way of thinking. So a mindset is about a person's way of thinking. We look at a growth mindset as the opposite of a fixed mindset. So a fix, if you've got a fixed mindset, you believe that you're Abilities are set in stone and they can't be changed. Talent comes naturally and 
It's got nothing to do with hard work and persistence. Whereas the opposite to that growth mindset, you believe that you can become smarter and you can work harder to achieve your goals. So it's all about having grit, believing in the power of yet, which I'm sure we will talk about more as we go along in this podcast, Mm -hmm. but also that mistakes are opportunities and opportunities to learn and improve ourselves. And that is why it's so important in the classroom because we need to make sure that we're creating spaces for our students to know that it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay. We can learn from that. It's a safe place and it can really help with their learning. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's really coming against that notion of, well, this is just how it is. This is just sort of what I'm able to do or my lot in life and and I just yeah. have to accept it and and roll with that. There's sort of nothing I can do that can change that. It's um it's such an important, I guess, way of thinking. Cause like, you know, you said um it's it's a way of thinking which in turn affects the way we live our lives and the choices we make and the things that we do. So the way that we mm-hmm. think is so important because it has such a big it has so much power and determination over the course of our steps and the journey that we take and what we do and what we don't do. It does. And you'll notice too, in your classroom, some children have got that intrinsic belief. Like they've got a bit of a growth mindset. That's a part of them. And then other kids are the complete opposite. And they really have that fixed mindset and that's a part of them. And that's why it's important for us as educators to learn about it so that we can help the students that have that have kind of got it really grow and those students that have got that fixed mindset, we can help them turn that around because that's the whole point of growth mindset. We can we can turn things around. We've got the ability to do that. Our brain is a muscle and it's just about strengthening that muscle like what we would do at the gym with the other muscles that we have. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, I think we as teachers have such an important role and opportunity because students are with us for so much of their day and in those really key developmental stages where they start to form their worldview and their beliefs of who they are and mm. what an awesome opportunity we have to to set them up for lifelong success because we all know those really formative things happen in obviously early education but those early years of formal schooling as well. They sure do and I think you talk to people about great teachers that they have and they'll often mention something about high school but often beliefs about themselves and their abilities and what they're good at and their talents they you could often track those back to their time in the primary school with a primary school teacher a teacher that just might have said something it may have even been a throwaway comment but it meant so much to that person and that can work in the positive and the negative as well Mm, yep and I think about you know my experience as a student And there were definitely those teachers in primary school who did build that belief and challenge that way of thinking where, you know, where I'd want to give up and I'd want to, you know, I can't, I can't do this or I'm not going to ever be anything great. And they really believed in me and challenged that way of thinking. And it, you know, the growth, I don't know, was the term growth mindset back, back then in that, you know, the nineties when I was at primary school, I don't know. But I think back, I'm like, that's exactly what they were doing. It just probably didn't have a name, didn't have this research behind it, but those teachers were doing that. And I think that's part of, you know, all those fond memories for myself as a student are from those teachers that, that did that, that shared that belief in self and belief in me, which then made me go, oh, I can do this. Let's not give up. Let's keep going. Let's keep trying. 
Yeah, I've even had an experience of that as a teacher and a principal saying something to me that made me really think, oh, like I am doing a good job or like I'm really good at this. And that was that was great for me because it gave me that growth, whereas sometimes we can get really down on ourselves. So, um, yeah, as adults, growth mindset is huge. I even find that now as as an adult and a business owner, and I've got an Instagram account and I'm often putting things out there on my Instagram account and I have to show my face and sometimes it's really uncomfortable. And I've really had to hone in on those growth mindset skills and those attitudes and that self that positive self-talk mm-hmm. to learn the skills, but also be okay with, with taking those steps that don't always feel super safe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And what an important thing for us to model for our students as well. Yeah. That we don't just we don't just talk about it, but we do it too. So um let's dive into some strategies. Have you got some ideas, classroom strategies, examples of what growth mindset could look like in the classroom? For sure. I'm gonna start off with telling you how I started with growth mm-hmm. mindset because when this all this research really came out, um, I was just enthralled by it. I thought there's, there's some really great stuff here and I just wanted to jump on the bandwagon straight away. So Alicia and I actually created a display to put up in our classrooms. Alicia actually created it all by hand. I remember her, the day she sent me, she hand drew these brains. One side was black and white, one side was colored and she had them on her ugly classroom carpet and she took a snap and sent it to me and she was like, oh, what about this? And we kind of played around with a few ideas and we were like, yep, that's perfect. So the following school year, I think that was in about a a December. So the following school year, I went in and I put up that display and I was like, this is awesome. We're going to have a growth mindset classroom. And it was really new, especially in Australia um, back then. It was many years ago now. And then that was it. It was like crickets. I was like, this isn't (laughs) working (laughs) like I thought it was going to work. So I sat down and I really reflected upon this because I thought this is really important. I've been doing lots of other reading. I'd seen lots of bits of information online. And I thought, okay, so now I've got to do more about it. And having just that display up in the classroom wasn't going to cut it. That was a great start, but it definitely wasn't where it could end because we were going to see no progress that way. And I think sometimes as teachers, we pop things up on the classroom walls and if it's up there and we don't use it, the the kids don't even notice it after a while. It just Mm. fades into the background. So that's a bit of a side note that things up on the walls really have to have a purpose. So in saying that, one of the things that I started doing because I had this display up was we would pull off one positive statement each week and that would be our catch phrase, our growth mindset catchphrase for the week. So um, it might be like, I can do hard things or I I haven't learned that yet. And we would, re- we would talk about that each morning in the classroom and would use that catchphrase as we were going through our learning. So I started using that display as actually a part of our learning and integrating it that way. But I really realized that that probably wasn't quite enough either. So there's a lot of other things that you can do and I've researched and we've created things along the way. So for younger students, we really love the idea of a growth mindset Yeti because (laughs) it's a little play on the words of yet. And the, the kids can make their little growth mindset Yetis, but it's really inviting that conversation about how you might not be able to do something 
yet. And when they're little, like in kindergarten, you can start this. And it's a really great time to start because they have so much growth in that year. So they can see like, I I couldn't read and write when I first started school and now I can do those things. So the growth mindset yet is a really great way to encourage that, that conversation. The other things I like to do is having, um, using growth mindset comments when I'm marking students' work. And I've even like over the years, I've created little cutouts that I can stick in. So like you have really shown, um, I'm just trying to think of a different phrase instead of one that I've already, I've already explained, but it could be like, um, you have grown and stretched your brain today when I've noticed that and I've stuck it in a child's book. And that way they're getting those messages about their growth mindset, not necessarily about the academic work that is happening. Mm, Um, Another thing that we really love is trying to tie in growth mindset with goal setting. So having, we love to have a little desk, desk chart at the top of the desks for those older years. And they've got some growth mindset reminders there. And they've got a little section on them for a post-it note where students can write their goal. And that means that their goals are going to be short and sharp and actionable. So those real smart goals Mm -hmm. are sitting there on their desk and then they can change those out. Because I think sometimes as teachers too, we let our kids go off and choose really wafty goals. Like I want to become a better writer this year. That was one of my son's goals this year. (laughs) And I was like, but how? How are you going to become a better Mm -hmm. writer? Whereas his goal would have been much better if he had started with, I'm going to learn how to write in paragraphs. And then once he did that, took the post-it note off and chosen another goal. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Another great thing you can do is have little mini lessons. So every now and then throw in a little growth mindset lesson. And I know that we'll talk about books, but I love using literature and books as a great starting point for that. So reading a book, talking about how the character in the book had a growth mindset or some of the themes around growth mindset, and then doing an activity that the kids can really get get their little fingers stuck into like trying to change fixed mindset phrases into growth mindset phrases. Yeah. Awesome. I love that one. I, I'm a huge fan of books too. So there's so many great books out there for, for talking about this. And like you said, talking about characters and perseverance and character traits is such a great one. Yeah. Should we name a few books in case people want to know a couple of books? Yeah. Have you got some really good ones? Yeah, so if you teach upper primary, I really love the ones what to do with an idea, what to do with a problem, what to do with a chance. They are by Kobe Yamada. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're really great for upper primary. But for lower primary, we need things that are a little bit more of a storyline. So my favourites, and I have all of these ones in my kids' cupboards at home, are All the Ways to Be Smart, How to Catch a Star, Giraffes Can't Dance, and also um, Perseverance by Zanny Louise. Yeah, good one. There's some some great ones. There's some of my favourites too. Um, I think some other ones that I love are, um, I don't know if you've read, it's called After the Fall. It's based on Humpty Dumpty. Oh no, I haven't read yeah, that so, one. So that's that's a good one. It's got some really great things about Humpty Dumpty and dealing with, I guess, challenges and things that, that come up and overcoming challenges. Um, and then one that I love, which really is about the power of, I guess, teamwork and goal setting is um, by Oliver Jeffers. It's called What We'll Build. 
Um, that's when I love reading at the start of the year and talking about that and talking about how we work together and there'll, there'll be hard things that come, but we need to, um, you know, work together along the way. Cause I think as we get older with kids, it's so important to, to develop that, um, idea of the, yeah, I can have a growth mindset, but as we get older, that we can actually be a team and support one another. And like you said, yes. because even for us as adults, you know, there's times when we don't have that growth mindset and we need to be, we need those cheerleaders. And so it's, it's about developing that guest team mentality. And I love doing that in a classroom, reminding them that we're like a team or even like a family, like we need to help one another. We need to support one another. So that's, um, I guess, one of my favorite books for the start of the year, um, which really leads into growth mindset conversation as well. I love that book as well. I've got that one's um, on high rotation at my house. We, My son absolutely loves it. And you are so right about teaching your students to work together as a team. And the more you talk about this stuff and the more you use that growth mindset language, the more you'll actually find that the students are starting to use it with each other. Mm. And you then need to, then you can step back because they're doing all of that for you and working with each other, which I think is just one of the most amazing things to see when you're a teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, some really great strategies that you've talked about there in the classroom. And it's, like you said, it's sort of one of those things that you started off doing it and it was sort of a bit um, hit and miss or here and there. So what yeah. are some of your ideas of, you know, how can we really embed it into our classroom every day rather than it just being random things here and there? I think that if you want to truly embed it in your classroom, I would start off with a growth mindset focus at the very beginning of the year. So starting off with explaining to your students what it is, reading some of those mm -hmm. picture books that we spoke about and, and doing some of those activities and lessons, almost like a little mini unit to prep your kids. Yeah. And then from then on, try and embed it throughout your your days every day. So you could have a affirmation that you say each day. It might be something different. It might be from your growth mindset display. It might be from somewhere else, but having that up so your students can see. And I, I like to put it up on my, our whiteboard. So it might be an affirmation like I am resilient or I can grow and stretch my brain. And you can switch those out. So that's the first thing you don't have to have a class one either. If you teach older students and they're capable, they might go and choose an affirmation that they want to have on their desk for the week or for mm -hmm. the day, um, depending on how you run your classroom. Um, even if you had those growth mindset desk tags that I was talking about, maybe they could get a whiteboard marker and just circle one that they kind of want to focus and hone in on. So you've got the lessons at the beginning of the year. We've got affirmations that we're using. I spoke about marking work and having those sorts of growth mindset language when we're marking the student's work. Another really great one for little people is to have um, little bracelets made out of paper and you can just clip it to them that really show how they've shown a growth mindset. So it might be like, um, I kept working when things were hard today or um, I... I can train my brain or mm -hmm. I showed resilience today um, and they have those around their little wrists. And that's always cute too, because it then invites the conversation at home as well as at school. 
Um, and then another really great way to go about it, and this is kind of really spontaneous, but as your students are really showing a growth mindset or doing things that you're really proud of, stopping and acknowledging that or just acknowledging it with them or modeling yourself when you need to actually show a growth mindset. And I think then it becomes a part of the everyday conversation. Mm, Yeah. I think there's some really great ideas. I know in my um, classroom previously, we used to have, so when I taught five and six, we used to have like sort of like a quote of the week and or an affirmation of the week. And it would be something that we'd talk about at the start of the week and we'd constantly refer back to it, you know, throughout the week. You know, this is something that this is a reminder for the week and what does that look like and trying to acknowledge that, like you said, when you see it happening throughout the week. And I know in um, some of my younger classrooms we had, one thing we did was like brag tags. Um, yes. It's like a little reward, but they were always little growth mindset kind of tags um and that we would do a thing each week where everyone would get one and it was about acknowledging you know I really love the way that you persevered this week or I really love the way that you know you were encouraging of of somebody else's growth mindset or I love the way that you you know showed resilience and and that was a way of acknowledging that each week we sort of had our you know brag tag ceremony on Fridays and everyone would get one and it was trying to you know we'd look at the ones that we've got and which ones don't we have so, you know, what can I do if I want to earn, you know, that brag tag? It's a little bit like, I guess, maybe you could think of it in a way of like scout badges or, you know, collector yeah. cards. You know, I want to get the full set, but it's it's thinking about how do I model that? How do I practice that throughout the week? And acknowledging it is such a powerful way to do it. And think in the, in the younger years too, it's it's about making it motivating as well. You know, we, um, the goal is for to have, students who are intrinsically motivated, but we do have to start somewhere in giving them something that they want to work towards. And I think there's some really great, simple things that you can do to, to, to make it fun and engaging. Yeah. Even a why chart in those younger years where they, you might say to them, okay, so what does it look like, sound like, and feel like Mm -hmm. to believe in yourself, like really break it down yeah. Even with the older students too, as you were talking and as I was talking too, I was like, we must say that sometimes we're talking about this language and we need to make sure our students are understanding the language as we're talking about it. So it's great that we're using the words like perseverance, but even in year six, we want them to actually know what that word means mm-hmm. and what it looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So it's easy for them to go to know how to apply it. Because that's the yes. that's the biggest thing is to not just talk about it, but be able to transfer it into you know application and into real life is is yeah. the goal. You know that's how we how we really know they've learned it when they're practicing it. What about um? We've talked a lot about kids and students and how it's so important for our students to have that growth mindset. But what about you know adults? Is this just something we should focus on for our students only? No, I really think that it is a skill for everyone. We mentioned at the beginning that one of the parts, one of our roles as Rainbow Sky Creations is we mentor new teachers. Mm -hmm. And it's really tough being a new teacher out there. You know, there's a lot being thrown at them. Um, Even as experienced teachers, it can be really, really hard. But that is where our growth mindset does come in. And we need to believe in ourselves. We need to know that we can mm. do hard things. 
um, we need to show that perseverance um, and know that we're going to improve. I mean, no teacher ever stepped into the classroom and was the world's best teacher on the first day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes time and we, we, we're building that skill set. So I think as teachers, we we need to know that. And also things can get thrown at us so much as teachers. You might be having a great year one year and you, you feel like the world's best teacher. The following year, you have got a class that is really challenging with their behaviors and you feel like you're the worst teacher in the entire world. And it's in those down times that we need to try and build up that resilience for ourselves and Mm. remember that our brain is a muscle and the more that we work at this the easier it gets and it's not easy it really really isn't easy Um, but that is what where success comes from and if you look at any of those um, any of the sports stars or even people who are in Hollywood and they're famous or even like as simple as influencers that we see online if you really break it down, all of those people have gotten where they are because of their growth mindset. And mm-hmm. as teachers, we have such a powerful role in the classroom with those little people um, learning from us. So um, I think that we're more important than all of those people that I just mentioned. <laughs> so we sh- we need to have it too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're exactly right. It's I know we touched on it before. It's such an important thing for us to model for our students as well um, so they can see it in practice. But I was thinking just about, you know, I know for me personally on my, you know, social media pages, I always do what I call a Monday motivation. And it's, you know, it's like a little quote or an affirmation for the week, but so many times it's actually, I post it because it's about where I'm at personally. And it's the thing I need to remind myself going into the week. It's kind of like my, this is my focus for the week, you know, whether it's learning from mistakes or, it's, you know, remembering that I am making a difference or I can keep doing hard things. You know, I often post it and lots of people, you know, it resonates with them and they go, oh, I really got a lot out of that. I'm like, well, I'm glad you did because I'm really just talking to myself. It's like, this yeah. is the thing I need to focus on this week. It's funny. I I always notice on those posts, Aaron, that people in the comments say like, I really needed this today um, or thanks so much. This like, this really, really spoke to me. And there is adults reflecting back. So they Mm. know that they needed that and they know that that spoke to them. But if you're using that sort of strategy in the classroom with an affirmation or a quote of the week or something like that, we're teaching our kids all of this positive language. Yeah. And it is, it's so important. And like you said, no matter who we are as adults, we, we never have it all together and we never know it all. And we need those reminders for ourselves because we do, we, as adults, life is hard and life isn't always easy and thinking that it's always going to be, um, it's not, you know, it's not toxic positivity. It's not denying that bad stuff is going on, but it's remembering that there's always a solution. There's a way to navigate it. There's a way to move forward. Yeah. And I think just touching on that, like we don't want toxic positivity. What we do want is strategies to help ourselves mm-hmm. or to help our students. And you're right, things life is a roller coaster. Like things, something can be going great in your life and something else might not be going so so good. But that is why strategies like what we're talking about today can be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. 
It's not just saying it. It's helping you move past and move through through that and knowing that, you know, tough times will probably be around the corner, but you were strong and you dealt with it before, so you can do that again. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. It's so important, like you said, for us as, as adults as well to be, you know, working on that growth mindset too, because it's, it's something that is never, um, it's like, I think about it like any muscle, if you don't continue to use it, you, you lose it. And, you know, if we don't use our muscles, they start to decay. And it's that same kind of thing with our mindset. If we don't keep keeping that in check and, and working towards developing that mindset, that's where we get really negative thinking coming in. And then that has impacts on us as adults in the way that we, our mood and the way we interact with other people and the way we choose and make choices every day. Yeah. I've just gone back to the gym and right now I'm sitting on the floor and my muscles are really aching. (laughs) I'm really feeling like every little bit of my age. And when we say that our brain is a muscle, it's not always comfortable at the Mm. beginning to, to tell yourselves, tell yourself these things. But we also all know that negative Nancy that sits in the staff room and no one wants to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so important that we are working on it as, you know, um, adults. And I know we talked just briefly then about a couple of ideas, but what about, have you got some ideas or some strategies that we um, as adults or as educators can work on our own growth mindset as well? Yes, I do. I love a gratitude journal. I think that is a really great place to start. It's not necessarily working on a growth mindset, but it's working on noticing those positive things around us. And it all kind of ties in together. Um, If you want to do some reading about having a growth mindset, the book Grit by Carol Dweck is an excellent read. Um, Any educator out there would definitely really enjoy it. And then I think catching yourself in the moment, if you hear yourself talking to yourself in a negative way, stop yourself and think, hang on a second, how can I reframe this? Like, it's not that I can't do this at all. It's maybe mm-hmm. I just can't do this right now or yeah. I need a, another little bit of help to learn how to get there and do this. Um, And I think when we're in the classroom as teachers and things aren't going to plan, it's okay to stop. But catch yourself in those negative thoughts. It isn't about you. It is the Mm. situation. And move on from there. Yeah, I think that's, like you said, it's so important. And um, just taking stock of our thoughts. You know, I've seen um, a couple of different ones too is, is like a mindset tracker and sort of having like even for a month and helping keep track of your thoughts and you can start to notice different patterns or things and then you can start mm. to to work okay I'm going to start to work on on this so some of those things are um really good habits to do because it just something maybe that you're not aware of um that we don't think about we don't think about our thinking too much um yeah so I think it's really an, a powerful thing to do is even to just stop and and take note yeah for sure I think like sometimes it's just enough to say oh there's that thought mm. and just acknowledge it and yeah. sort of move on from there. Like that, that is a really great place to start, especially if those, that negative talk comes in. 
Yeah. So you just mentioned Carol Dweck um, and her book, Fantastic. What about any other resources or places to go to um, where our listeners can get some more information? Carol Dweck is the guru. She -hmm. has got some great TED Talks. And if you just type it into Google, TED Talk, Growth Mindset, she's the first one that comes up. But, you know, something else that's helped me over the years, and this was especially when my kids were young and I was at home with them a lot, is some of those picture books we spoke about are a really great Mm -hmm. way to just dive into the ideas yourself as an adult. And I know that sounds a bit silly, but at those books, What to Do with an Idea, What to Do with a Problem and What to Do with a Chance by Kobe Yamada, they have helped me so much. And it's really... um, it's a great to reflective think about some of the ideas that they discuss in those books. Yeah. I love, I love like exactly what you said, like picture books are for anybody, no matter how old you are. And there's been so many times that I've read a picture book and we've talked about it at a class. And sometimes a kid will come out with something and you'll just go, that is so profound. I'm glad yeah. we had this conversation. Um, But even like, you know, you'll read something and you'll just think, I never actually noticed this before, but because I'm thinking about it with this lens of a growth mindset, um, you go, yeah, wow, there's, there's some really key things to unpack there. So, you know, I agree with you totally. Um, Carol Dweck is, is the go-to, you know, anything by her is, is well worth reading and checking out. Um, But thank you so much um, for sharing with us all of those strategies and ideas um, for this episode, Ash. What about our listeners who um, have loved hearing from you and want to keep in touch or follow, you know, what you're up to at Rainbow Sky Creations? How can our listeners, yeah, keep in touch and follow along with what you're doing? You can come and find us anywhere online at Rainbow Sky Creations. So that is the name of our website. Um, rainbowskycreations.com we're on instagram come over and see us there at rainbow sky creations or on tiktok as well but please come and join us on our podcast to rainbow skies for new teachers we're only newbies starting out in the podcast world but we're really enjoying it awesome well thanks so much for the conversation we always like to wrap up um our episodes with key takeaways so you know the key things that we're that we're taking away and i think one of the conversations for me that we um, have talked about is just that reminder, like it's easy. I always go into the week and I, you know, I would do this with my class. I was going to my week and, um, you know, Monday we're doing our, we know unpacking our affirmation for the week or our growth mindset thing. And then the week just takes off. And then before you know it, it's like Friday and you're like, Ugh. um, so I think for me, a key takeaway is I guess being more intentional about, um, allocating little pause points. It could be five minutes after recess for a quick check-in, you know, how did you show this skill at, you know, so far today to just put it in my timetable because it's so easy to just start the week really well. And then just, you know, the week just takes off and I feel like we're blinking it's Friday. So I guess being intentional about, okay, what am I going to do maybe each day? And it could be as simple as I'm just going to read this book and it doesn't have to be a long thing, but on Tuesday, I'm going to, we're going to read this picture book as just a, as a settling activity after the break um, or sometimes, you know, even something that we didn't think of that just popped in my, into my head, smiling mind have some great meditations that are aligned to growth mindsets. And so yes. I was just thinking about it then. That could be like a calm down activity. You know, this is our growth mindset focus for the week. We're going to do this smiling mind 
you know, mindfulness activity that reinforces that thing. But for me, it's just being intentional and trying to not let the week get away from me. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is the importance of having that embedded and it not just being a one-off on Monday when we start the week with that really strong motivation. And then, oh, Friday. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember we were talking about, you know, the power of yet this week. Keep going. Yeah. So that's my takeaway. Have you got any takeaways from this conversation that that you're going to take with you into your week? I really love the idea of us talking about how as adults, it's really important for us to have that growth mindset and just catching those thoughts um, when we have them. But also that when we're teaching our kids, it's helping us too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it is, it, it always has an impact on us too, if we let it rather than it just being, I've got to teach this lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ash, thank you so much for the conversation. It's been so good to have you with us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. It is a pleasure. So for our listeners, you've heard how to keep in touch with Ash. Make sure you check out Rainbow Sky Creations on all of the socials, check out their website. They've got amazing resources as well. Um, Thank you for tuning in for this episode. So that is it for this episode. We are wrapping up episode 34 of season three, talking about growth mindset. We would love to hear from you. If you've got any great ideas or tips or strategies, feel free to drop them in to our comments or our inbox via social media. We will share those with our audience. What does growth mindset look like in your classroom? We would love to hear from you. Uh, but as always, make sure you keep in touch via our socials. You can find us at Teacher Takeaway Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and um, X, Twitter. I don't know what to call it anymore, but you can find us there too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ash, for joining us. Have a great week. Keep doing the great work that you're doing, everybody. And we'll have you back with us again for another episode of the Teacher Takeaway Podcast really soon. Bye. Bye.